Koto and welcome to episode one of What's Your Jam? Conversations about what makes us happy over a cup of tea and a jam scone. My guest today is medieval combatant Dana Bergen-Wyman and we had such a great chat, it was really long. Um, I didn't want to cut it down but I thought that giving you a 90 minute episode straight out of the gate would be a I'm just recording this while Molly attempts to eat blue tack next to me. And I don't know about you, but I don't think that's healthy for cats. Why do cats do this to us, eh? Why do they do that? Anyway, Dana and I hung out for like two hours, which was great. Um, and uh, we enjoyed tea from Tea Leaf Tea and jam by Buckman's, aka Craig Hudson, which was super great to have. Lovely. You're going to make this podcast really difficult, aren't you? I love you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, here's the interview. We talked about injuries um, at one point. So if that kind of thing, like talking about, you know, the kinds of damage you can do to yourself doing medieval battles, if that bothers you, then uh, just skip forward about a minute once it comes up and you should be sweet. Anyway, enjoy the first episode of What's Your Jam? Stop being a jerk, Molly. Yeah, this is my first one. This is exciting. <laughs> so there's so there's three things that I saw. So we've got medieval fighter, mm-hmm. which is a really great opener. <laughs> uh, independent contractor, is that what you would call yourself? Yeah, contract data wrangler. Contact contract data wrangler. Yeah, and uh, mother of girl who loves cats and asperges autism. Um, yep, so she's on the autism spectrum mm-hmm. and um, the the sort of common way you do a spectrum is generally it's like a wheel and her sort of slice of the wheel mm-hmm. is Asperger's syndrome, mm-hmm. so which means you would call her a high-functioning um, uh, autism person because you don't say sufferer. No. Because she's not suffering. She just has autism. Yeah, yeah. as well as a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. She's got ADHD and she's missing part of chromosome 9, which is called Alfie syndrome. Called what, sorry? Alfied. Alfie syndrome, oh. named after Dr. Alfie. Thank you, Alfie. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so there's there's a bunch of stuff there. It's all very interesting. My life is very interesting. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about the medieval fighting thing first. Okay. Because... So uh, Dana brought in a big big helmet, people who cannot see it, but I'm going to take a photo because it's amazing. <laughs> it is. And it's really like, it's it looks like the, like, you know, you, you, you imagine like medieval fighting and I immediately think of like LARPing, <laughs> <laughs> which clearly is not what's going on because your helmet is way too heavy mm. for cosplay. Yeah. Because LARP, LARP stands for live action role play. Yeah. And so um, there's like, with, with LARP, there's a storyline and people create characters and, and um, you know, costumes and, and they, um, you know, they, they, they act out a scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then you've got reenactment, which is, um, you know, you, you do the metal and, and um, uh, you know, steel fighting and you, you get your armor and everything and you try and make everything look as authentic as possible. Making it look authentic. Look authentic. That's the yep. key word. Yeah. And then what I've gone into is full um, uh, um, medieval um, combat. So there's no pulling your shots. Um, you know, um, underneath our armor, we've got, um, you know, kind of 
not plastic, but, um, you know, padding. Um, so it's, it doesn't look like your underwear's not medieval. You know, no, you know, no, yeah, yeah, your undergarments aren't medieval. You know, we we've got mouth guards, and you know, we've got um, uh, you know, specs that um, protect our eyes and and um, uh, you know, groin protection, everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's no pulling your shots, so it's full combat, it's full contact. So yeah, and and for um, for for me, um, uh, you know, I've I've been in reenactment for a very long time. So now this is me taking it just a little bit. I, d- I don't want to say further because some people will be like, ah, oh, you know, one's not better than the other. It's not. It's a different it's, direction. It's a different direction. Yeah. yeah, and it's something new. It's something exciting. And there's not many female fighters, mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool. That's that, awesome. Um, you know, trailblazing. Um, <laughs> the the female fighters that we do have in New Zealand. And that do that have um, participated in this, um, they're they're very high ranked. Um, you know, one, one um, she won um, gold. Um, you know, for for Polax, um, the other um, one she won. I think it's bronze for for longsword. Either way, they're they're ranked like New Zealand for a small country. You know, what's that? Punches well above its weight. You know, like um, so so the the uh, you know there I'm following in the footsteps of some um some very um high quality um female fighters, um, the the next thing for me is that um I set a goal so I want to get to Denmark. Um, I can't even say the castle's name like it's got those. But there's a castle in Denmark. There's a there's in, uh, but I mean there's a specific castle it, in Denmark where you want to go and fight. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, like what a goal to have. <laughs> I know, and and so um so, but but sort of winding back from there is like I've I've got to get through Saturday. So Saturday is the Pacific Cup. It's going to be held at the Levin Medieval Market. Lots to see, lots to do. So so the Pacific Cup will be held as part of the Levin Medieval Market, and that's when the the fighters who want to qualify for Denmark fight their way for a place to be on the New Zealand team to to represent New Zealand over in Denmark. Um, now, you know, you know, come come for obviously come to cheer me on, she says, <laughs> looking at Jennifer like cheer you me totally on should. cheer me yeah. on. Yeah. But there'll be jousting, there'll be reenactment, there'll be candy floss, there'll be jesters, there'll be all sorts of stuff. So even if fighting's not your thing, um, and and you have absolutely no interest in watching people, you know, um, hit the snot out of each other. There's lots of other stuff to do. Yeah. So and, and it's is it, there it, mead? Rain, rain, hail, or shine. Yes, there's always yes. mead. There's always mead. Um, but um, the, uh, the you know some people are like oh you know there um, it must be rained out. There is no rain out. There's there. no rain out. <laughs> <laughs> medieval times, people. Come on. There's there's that. Rain but there's, stops it. There's a yeah, stop it. But the 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 public get to sit in a nice. Um, rugby stadium oh, you know right. seating mm-hmm. with shade uh reenactors and jousters and medieval combat people there is no shade so we're in wool and metal in summer <laughs> well for a given value of summer for a given this, value of summer <laughs> i am hoping for overcast slight drizzle so I'll back up for a second because right. we've got like this is that's what's happening this weekend yes but how do you how did you get into, how did you start getting into reenactment? Like, what's your journey to this point where you were fighting your way to Denmark? My journey is uh, starting off with a particularly bad uh, relationship breakup. Oh. And I had some unresolved issues with anger. So, <laughs> a friend of mine 
Um, did uh, what's called because there's there's actually many forms of fighting. I mean, to the, to the public, we probably all look like a bunch of beardy weirdies, even the woman, um, you know, with long hair and beards, um, dressed up and and doing various things. But um, uh, there is there. I join. Well, I, I first did a couple of sessions with um, the group in um, uh, Wellington called Darton who are the um, local club of the SCA, which is the Society for Creative Anachronism. Um, and they, <laughs> they trained um, at the same time as um, the other the local reenactment company, Company of the Dragon. And um, SCA used rattan, which um, it's the, the wooden sticks. So, um, but but their 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 arm because they don't pull their shots, so their armor is 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 pretty. Um, pretty um you know f- full force um to, to take sorry full force so their, their padding is really good and they've got all of the armor requirements and then I saw the company of the dragon training and I was like wow they use real steel this is amazing and so then I started training with the company of the dragon sound may sounds like I've got no loyalty but I've got to say I've been in the company of the dragon now for like 11 years <laughs> I've kind of come in and out as as I've had a child um, as I've moved house um, and and as I've started my own business, so I haven't been training consistently for the whole ten years, but um, you know they're, they're true to my heart. And then then from there, um, uh, Phil and I, um, so my husband Phil, who gets dragged around to these sort of things, um, he and I travelled to uh, England, and that's when I trained with um, a, a club um, called the Exiles and um, they do 15th century uh, uh, longsword techniques from um, a manuscript written by a guy called Fiori so it's um, Italian and I apologise to anyone who's um, got a proper pronunciation but mm-hmm. my New Zealand accent's terrible so um, and New Zealand accent's quite good I think uh, it's a good New Zealand uh, accent uh, <laughs> none of tower anyway um, so, so then but they train in western martial arts so you know um, when people think martial arts they think of kung fu and stuff and, mm. and karate and sado and things like that. well that's that's eastern martial arts so western martial arts is taking all the fighting arts um, um, from um, you know uh, Europe and looking at the manuscripts and treaties and, and treatises mm. um, and um, uh, grabbing all of that stuff so trained with the exiles I also trained um, with um, a Welsh club called Drudian which in um, uh, old Welsh means warrior, and a new um, modern Welsh means expensive mistake. <laughs> and what Dradian did was um, they 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 were like a a sort of a, a a display club. Like they they did fighting, but really they did more of the education side. So with with the exiles, I got a lot of fighting, um, and with um, um, uh, Dradian, um, I got a lot of, uh, you know, historical stuff about how to do, um, you know, um, I, I learned how to spin, um, uh, you know, from, um, uh, you know, drop spindle uh, with the wool. Um, mm. Yeah, and so... I um, thought it was some kind of, like, sweet fight move, but spinning. Spinning, like spin yeah, wool. yeah, mm. spinning wool, um, which is why, because I have a Norwegian forest cat at home, we brush her and I can spin her her fur because it's so long um so so you know I, I learned all those sorts of crafts which I hadn't learned back in New Zealand mm-hmm. and uh, the other thing with with Drudian as well like their their little tagline is lighting up the dark ages because they go into schools and do little demonstrations and stuff so I learned to sort of hone my demonstration craft I came back to New Zealand um rejoined the company of the dragon um 
and then um, you know with the display fighting there was um, a very popular event in Upper Hutt called Harcourt Park and so there we've got you know justice as as well as the foot crew as well as the medieval encampment. Does this happen regularly? Well it used to happen um, biannually and this should have been a year for it but there's been no funding. So if anyone's listening out there, you know, there's... And wants to fund a sweet event in Upper Heart. Yeah, it's very well attended. Mm-hmm. People get to see us fight, and and that may inspire some people. But, you know, there's there's you can do calligraphy, you can do weaving, you can do fire making, you can do, there's all sorts of other things um, that, that you can do. And it's sort of, you, you can't be what you can't see. So if you haven't experience this sort of stuff outside of the movies or television like we were just talking about vikings before then you'll be like this is all this is all new to me and i I never know how it works i never know how how things it's only for the people in the movies who do it which is the the big strong white men yeah but if (laughs) if you if you know again like there there are people who are wanting to help you figure these things out because that's sort of half the fun is you're sure fighting getting on the field uh, takes a lot of prep not just your footwork and in your your movements and stuff but it takes cardio it, it takes it takes training um you know to get your weapons to get your soft kit which is the undergarments mm-hmm. to get the you know the hard kit and then to actually get on the field so that somebody's driven you there and with the trailer load of all of the bits and pieces to actually have somebody there there's been a team of people behind you like literally bolting stuff on that's why we've got squires i can't reach the straps around do my you back you literally have a squire i do that's I do. amazing i can't reach the straps around my back so yeah. she has to do that for me and then um so she'll be doing the morning stuff and then in the afternoon stuff i've got i've got the head trainer who'll be who'll be strapping off um so because you know the armor is articulated to a point and there are some people who design their armor so they can put it on themselves mm-hmm. but I am borrowing so much stuff to do this competition um, that, uh, you know, I'll be rolling up and the only thing I will own, essentially, will be my mouth guard and my knickers and everything else. I would have borrowed, begged, stolen from everybody else and I thank you dearly, those people. Um, so, you know, um, I, I need help putting it on. I need help getting it off. Yeah. I'll be tired. And so that's why you need a, you need a squire. You it's need, like a team you, sport. Someone even. who um, can 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 help. It. Yeah, and it really is a team sport. Even though it's like one person rolling up to do the fighting, getting there is a whole bunch of, um, you know, um, uh, effort. And it's worth it. It really is. Because, um, you know, from, from there, from so from Harcourt Park, rolling back, Harcourt Park was um, such a great little event. It was was two days, um, in and out, and um, very well well um, received. And so now we've got Manu Cow, um, uh, sorry, um, well the medieval live in medieval market. There's also the Taupo one as well. And so what used to happen with Harcourt Park? So the justice would arrive. I don't know Christchurch, mm-hmm. and then they'd make their way up the country sort of fighting and, and having fun and, and having a bit of a holiday, you know, they'd, they'd have the, the the horses and the crew ready for them in Wellington. They'd fight Harcourt Park, and then they'd go up to Taupo, oh. and then they'd leave in Auckland. So, but you see, with, with without an event, why come to just one? Like, why come all the way to New Zealand? Um, and, you know, we've, we've got good quality justice in New Zealand as well, um, and, and, and good quality foot crew, but 
without kind of other people to play with like the public just never really get to see us mm. so so from so from there so from from company of the dragon that's when i joined phalag um so that's the um the um uh, full metal contact um club that i fight with um is phalag an acronym or is it just no it's it's, it's actually um it's a word and i'm not sure where it comes from um but What's cool about it is when you um, when you reduce it down to you know like Company of the Dragon is you know CD, Phalag gets reduced down to FE, which is Iron. So ah. I'll be like, ah, so there's my nerd coming out. That's great. That's very great. <laughs> so so yeah, so with Phalag, um, the Phalag team has has rallied round, and again, like people have people have, have loaned me their time and and their their expertise and their clothing and their medieval um, armor. And so um, if I make it through, sorry, not if when I make, when it, make through, it through self-actualization I yeah. talk to myself yeah. I talk to myself when I make it through from the um, um, February the 11th um, that's when I um, accept the quote from the um, uh, New Zealand armorer um, and I will then be spending four and a half grand Whoa. on a bespoke suit of armor to the international regulations to travel overseas in Denmark which is, um, requires fittings, requires quite a lot. You can't just go to New World and buy no, these they things. No, don't, they, don't they don't carry crazy helmets. That's well, amazing. It's, it's not just crazy helmets. It's got to be crazy helmets fitted to you. Yeah, because a, a poorly fitted helmet must not be great to get smacked in the head with. Poorly fitted anything. You can't move about with weird. a poorly fitted elbow. No, you can't. Or you can't. can't bend with a poorly fitted knee. And you can't twist with a poorly fitted torso. And in my case, you can't even get it done up. <laughs> so, because you need someone to do it up at the back. Um, which is why, you know, big borrowing. See, I haven't, that's why I've had to take pieces from other people because I'm not the shape of one person. No, no. no. so it's legs from somewhere, arms from somewhere else, torso from somewhere, um, head, head from somewhere else. So it really is. Shoes. I had to, I had to get, get shoes because, um, you know, medieval shoes don't come with soles as, as you know, like your sneakers with grip. So I've had to get shoes with hobnails in them to give me a bit of grip, which look like shaved down cleats for, right. for those people who are familiar with soccer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and playing on a hockey. So, so, cause otherwise you get on the field and whoop, your, your feet slip. So therefore yeah. people go, oh, why don't they look as good as the movies? Cause we're not wearing modern shoes. Yeah. We're, we're wearing. <laughs> movies is for what it looks like, not what it feels like and but what its function is. That's you know? your only experience. Yeah. That's what we kind of get up against. Like, and also, <laughs> I mean, I've been at demonstrations where like, there's been a kid at the side like, why are they only hitting each other's shields? It's because we're flipping tired, kid. <laughs> We've been doing this for half an hour in the sun. Give me a bite of your candy floss. You know, and so that's, but that's the difference between a demonstration versus full metal combat because, you know, full contact, it's 60 seconds going hard out and then you get 60 seconds rest. And is the is the idea that you get scores? Like, yeah, how does how does a bout work? Okay, so uh, and I'm getting used to the rules myself. Okay, um, so you get points for hitting your opponent in the designated strike zones. Right. So it depends what your it depends what weapon. So um, you know you you can't 
you can't thrust to the face because that's terrifying you lose (laughs) friends because they lose an eye so you can't you can't do that but you you do clean well-formed strikes Mm -hmm. to head and arms and torso and legs but not below the knee Mm -hmm. and then in other rules you can go below the knee and and other um so it 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 does depend on event to event so you do need to read your event rules Mm -hmm. um you don't get points for tripping sorry not points but you you can you can win by getting an opponent grounded you don't get points for kicking but if you get them down with a kick then you've got the points yeah and and how playing fair yeah and so what you've got is you've got four marshals on each corner and so diagonally opposed marshals um will watch one fighter and then um when the 60 seconds is up the two marshals meet in the middle and um they say okay well i counted 10 hits and somebody else says okay well I counted 15 so we'll meet in the middle at like they got 11 hits or 12 hits or something like that and then that becomes your score for the round Mm -hmm. and they do that for the other for the other fighter as well best out of three best out of three yeah and then so that's that's for dueling so I'll be dueling I'll be doing polex and um, I'll be doing uh, sword and shield and then um, if there's time there's also the melee which is uh, group fights and so I've put my name up for um, three on three and um so, so you're on a team rather than like all for all for one sorry, yeah one, one on, like sorry not all for one mm-hmm. not you versus the other five right it's no three versus three three versus three yeah mm-hmm. and then um and then there's five versus five um but I, I haven't put my name in for 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 those Maybe so Maybe. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um and so so and and that's that's how the competition you know each uh, then when you go overseas you know there's there's you know the individual bouts versus uh, using the weapons but then there's you know three on three five on five eight on eight 21 on 21 um so so yeah so it gets one on 21 massive massive we have no concept in new zealand about how massive some of these things yeah. go on youtube go on youtube, go on YouTube and, and see these 21 things. on 21 yeah exactly and um you know um that that's the the other thing too like um many people have got you know sort of lord of the rings in their heads which is awesome but you know that um there's like a fantasy element and that it's that the same if somebody says oh why does karate look so terrible compared to the matrix like well you know there's these graphics and First of all, the stunt. matrix is using like a whole lot of different ones yeah because they can but you know when we get compared to that sort of thing it's mm. um you know like um we 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 are we we're going as best as we can um and and as hard as we can and it does look fantastic uh, so, you know, d- don't expect people to have like these, you know, massively huge long swords or anything because they're, uh, you they're know, really hard to wield. Not right. just that, you can't. Like, yeah. you know, the amount of swing you need to get to do that, you just expose all your ribs. All your soft parts. And, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Feels like that pointy like, end goes into yeah. the other bat. <laughs> and also, you're not trying to like you're not like in those movies when you're watching those. Those fighting, the fighting they're doing is literally trying to kill each other. Oh yeah. Whereas you got your fighting is to hit particular ways, and you know, oh, like, yeah. I feel like those things would kill people for sixty it. seconds. You aren't my friend. Yes, <laughs> just say it that way. I'll take you down. <laughs> Everyone's going down. But um, you know, uh, after that, yeah, let's let's have a beer. Let's let's talk about it. And then, as with as with many, you know, sort of um, 
uh, non-team sports, then it gets to, oh, you rolled a six and then I pulled a card. Like, oh, well, then you did this and then I did that and then I didn't know what I was doing. And then, you know, so, so yeah. So, um, you know, there, there is, there is a, a, an odd sense of camaraderie. In some countries over in England, like, there was, there was an, an event happening uh, every weekend, you know, and you, you could literally go and, you know, grab, grab your stuff, put it in the back of the trailer and just trip around mm-hmm. doing all these things if you, if you had the money. Well, in New Zealand, um, there's it, two things. A, we're, we're, we're a smaller population and B, we haven't quite got that sort of culture yet of doing stuff you know, like if it's wet, well then we go inside. But then again, we we can't go inside to the Tudor style barns that were built in, you know, Tudor, Tudor time. Times. Yeah, <laughs> or the castle that's still there yeah. that we had to build a roundabout round because it's so flipping big. You know, we we don't we don't have that, and that's cool. That's fine. That 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 is that is our culture. Mm-hmm. But when we go onto the international stage, see those guys have had far more practice than us, mm-hmm. um, and and have been doing these things. Sometimes they get paid to do the shows as well. See, in New Zealand, you'd be, you'd be very unlikely to get paid. If, I was going to ask that because you said before, um, if you've got the money, you can do the tour, and it sounds like at the moment this is like a purely amateur in the sense that you do it for the love of it yeah like yeah. it's all about the love of it so there are some really good fighters out there um really passionate or... really motivated mm-hmm. who just have no money so therefore they're not on the circuit they're not on the field um so again like it's it, that's why um you know doing this you need to be a sociable person because uh you know you you need to you you do need to rely on on others to to help you you know sort of start out and um and and everyone's everyone welcomes you know like they're they're from from sca from reenactment from um you know medieval combat you know the um the strengths is the diversity many people um you know from from all walks of life do this um, and it doesn't mean we all do it in the same way, and it doesn't mean we we all um, view how things should be done. So as with every family, there's there's disagreements, mm-hmm. but then new clubs get formed out of that sort of stuff. So that's how the sport grows. See, I I, I don't think of it as a bad thing no, because I, I see that that's how, and everybody gets to do this specialization. Go on the internet, find your local club, and. Then if you want to do a particular time period or you're really in love with doing a particular thing, contact them because they will put you in touch with the right people. With you know, we've got a, um, you know, that there's, there's the uh, Facebook and things, which is cool, but, you know, um, there's there's also the forum, gatheringdarkness.co.nz, and there there's all the clubs listed. So, you know, um, unlike Facebook, which is owned by Mark Zuckerberg and, and third party, Gathering Darkness is owned by a chap who's in the medieval um, world, so that's why you you won't have advertising, you you won't have anything like that coming at you, and so um, yeah, so ju- jump on there, um, you know, we're... GatheringDarkness.co.nz. So so yeah, so I needed to get out aggression, and it's been very <laughs> it's been very very cathartic. Um, I've got a lot of friends. Um, um, fr- from from the sport, I've um, you know developed um, personally because again, like um, 
you know, even if people run a local Scrabble club or bingo, um, you know, you, you have to deal with people and, um, you know, people. People, people, I know, and you have to do minutes because you have to make decisions and you have to pay for whether you're all buying a bulk order of helmets or paying for the hall or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, there's, there's just dealing with people. So therefore it's been good and also my business life as well mm-hmm. about, um, you know, sort of reassessing, yeah, yeah, is this the best way to talk to this person? Because nobody is paid to do this. So they're all volunteers. Mm-hmm. So if you piss people off, they'll simply leave. Yeah. And they'll take their stuff with them and their trailer with them. Yeah. And so you don't want that to happen. You want to keep your community together. Yes, you want to keep your community, you keep together. community together. And then when people make new clubs, to stay on good terms with them yes, because stay on good terms. Like it was that thing of rising boat no, rising tide lifts all boats. There you go. So there you like go. everyone is friends. Yeah. So so that's so but I I, I have seen this in my professional life and working, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same. It's the and same deal. And professionally, you are independent contractor working. What did you say yourself? Contract data wrangler. Yeah, I'm a oh. contract data wrangler. So yeah. it means that I take stuff in raw form and I map it onto um, um, uh, you know, forms that produce graphs or that produce reports or that produce CVs. Like I take people's like lists of. Um, what what they've done in their career, and I produce a CV for them mm-hmm. or a resume, however you go. Or um, you know, I I also do um, virtual administration as well, um, mm-hmm. and um, so I look after people's um, uh, emails and uh, social media. So I get paid to do webs. I get paid to be on Facebook because I, I look yeah. after their social media and stuff. Right. So um, you know, two of my prominent contracts um, is one is the um, United Nations Women Aotearoa New Zealand. Wonderful. So um, I work for I work for them, and eighth um, of March is International Women's Day, um, and uh, you know there's a for, and, and there are lots of events happening up and down the country. Um, you know, jump onto unwoman.org.nz and you can see them there. But you know the the sort of kind of flagship one is in um, Parliament mm-hmm. um, you know um, the new minister is um, Paula Bennett mm-hmm. um, and of course now she's in cabinet versus there was Louise Upston so she she was a minister of women but not in cabinet um, so so you know there and and with the kind of changing how do I say this changing zeitgeist about people um, now being a bit more interested in politics not naming names, but there's been like a all, yes. prominent election in America, and um, and that's that's created a groundswell of people now interested in doing something. And I say that from both left and right. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to really walk in a neutral line here, and I think that's awesome because we have an election year this year mm-hmm. in New Zealand, and I say register to vote, vote people, and I don't care. Who you vote for. I care a little bit who you vote for. Well, but, well, I'm but saying like, I don't care but who in general, you vote for. You should vote. You should vote. You yeah. should exercise your right to vote. And get involved. You know, that there you, you don't you don't need to just do stuff on Facebook. You know, you can attend a, a meeting, you can attend a book club, you can, you know, do ask around for university or polytech or attend a march. Like there's heaps you of stuff. Join now. a party. You can join a party, that's right, and you can support them with dollars because, oh. you know, we were just talking about Harcourt Park not being done, you know, there's, there's, so, so yeah, so, and I say this is grand, this is grand that people, um, I, I say people as a sort of general stuff that they've, 
they've they've um, sort of enthused, and it's it's the zeitgeist now. You know, pe- people are wanting to talk about politics. Oh. You know, being being part of Drudian, you would you would roll up to shows and stuff, and I had a funny accent. Plus, I was you know um, like a, a woman, so I, I stuck out on the on the field as well. And so people would ask you questions about New Zealand. You know, for, like, did you have a queen? I'm like, yeah, we got the same queen. queen. <laughs> got the Union Jack on the flag. Yeah. Um, you know, what did you eat for Christmas? And so you know, I would be saying, oh, you know, um, cold meats and from the barbecue and stuff. And you could see their faces like, what? I'd be having to say southern hemisphere you know we're in the summertime summer, well you know we say that in parenthesis but you know the kind of traditional fear you know who wants to eat um you know um uh, a christmas hot christmas pudding with custard on a summer's day. Oh, summer's day. No, when we want ambrosia ra- and head over. And trifle, just put yeah. the whole face in the bowl. Like, <laughs> so yeah, so so that was so that that was that was very it was, it was great. It was an awesome experience. Um and um so yeah, so that's that's where so that's where fighting has taken me because um, you know, I, I would be in a strange land, um, and you almost got a bunch of instant friends. That's the thing of joining a club, right? You yes. join a club and you find people that you can, there's something already that you can yes. talk about because you're doing a shared activity. So whether it's horses or, you know, um, you know the, the equestrian stuff or car stuff or, you know, like sports or rugby or the medieval stuff, I say join something. Join a club join with a club. something that you enjoy and then find the people who you actually click with. Because there'll totally be people that you work with that you go, yeah, this is a functional relationship. Yeah. And then others where you're like, no, I really enjoy your company. It kind of gives you a bit of a, a, a bit of a comfort as well that you've got this community that sure, you, you know, like a family, you don't see eye to eye all the time and you, and you do things slightly differently, but you can go and you can have cups of tea and, and you could talk about medieval stuff, even if it's reminiscing, or you look at their armor, or you or you look at their latest project, because mm-hmm. you know m- many many of the medieval people are very creative, um, with you know working with leather, working with fabric, um, working chainmail, just all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Very interesting because you got to bring, you got to bring a willingness to unpick stuff to work it out. Because mm-hmm. even then, like um. You know, YouTube now is wonderful because you can look up, you know, some people film themselves doing forging and mm. and some people film themselves doing, um, you know, stitching and particular stuff. Some people do museum tours because they like to see things that have been dug up and, and you know, how was it all woven and, and you know, what, what it was made of and how it was written and what was written down. Um, and so you've got, a, therefore, a common uh, ground to meet people on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, you don't need to meet eye to eye, you know, generationally, politically, socioeconomically, anything like that. You've got this nice kind of stuff, safe ground that, that you can talk about. And mm. it's pretty cool. That's awesome. You haven't asked me if I've been injured. I haven't asked you. <laughs> I'm too busy just being like, wow. That's a, so have you been injured? Okay. So... <laughs> let me tell you yeah no um i i haven't been injured significantly um you it know, feels like something you that is a big risk yes like. so therefore you you take you know like um luck favors the prepared mm-hmm. so that's why you know you've got to have armor that fits properly yeah um you've got to have weapons that are blunt 
Like yes. You can't be doing sharp stuff. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you've got to have weapons that are safe. So they've got all the burrs taken off them, which is when metal meets metal, something's going to oh, give. Yeah. And so there's like little nicks all the time where you don't want to catch it's like that. When you treat your kitchen knives poorly, they get those little yes, nicks in them. It's yeah. exactly that. But rather than taking them through a clever sharp, no. we actually file file those off mm-hmm. um you know you you wear your protectiveness uh, um, clothing underneath so it's like a gambeson which is a um heavy canvas um uh, stuffed with um wool or um like uh, those moving blankets mm-hmm. um and then sewn together so you, you've, you've got all of that just padding just padding underneath sort of yeah 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 and then, um, then, then you've got your your um, uh, whether you've got your personal protection, whether you wear a box or um, you know you've you've got um, you know stuff around your kidneys um, as well to protect mm. that. Your neck protection. So, so you've got all of that. And again, people are like, well, why don't you? move very well it's like because you look like the stay puff marshmallow man you know you're sort of wandering out with this sort of stuff and so that's why it is tiring but if you don't wear this stuff you get smashed fingers you get um yeah and i i've done first aid so um on on field so i rather than being a fighter for the event i've been first so i've done i've popped in two dislocated shoulders Um, um, there's been a separated clavicle, um, there's been, um, a strike to the femoral triangle, which is not quite the femoral artery, it's one in your, um, thighs, but it's the, um, it's that zone, so therefore you don't want any swelling to go there. Um, um, torn ACLs with, um, knees, so it's, that's just been wonderful, and, um, and then you get lots of bruises. Yeah, there must lots be, of bruises. even if you have a successful non-injury laden must be so many bruises like a match of paintball sort of thing so you find as well that those people who are gung-ho about this sort of stuff don't last long because you just your body just just can't take this sort of wear and tear and we're not back in those days we're we're better well fed and all that that sort of stuff and and, you know in New Zealand we've got you know the accident corporation but you've got to you've got to look after yourself and then you've got to do your desk job during the day yes. to earn the money to, to go and do the thing. Well, it's not just that. The lights on in the house, food yeah. in the pantry, rent paid, you know, gas in the car. So you can't be a munter, basically. You find that people who are fighters at this level aren't berserk, like don't think we're all just Muh. people. You berserkers, yeah, yeah like you, in the movies. We, we are people who think think about this sort of stuff and we accept the risks but my goodness do we try and minimize those risks is there a men's team women's team or is it all in um so uh, the answer to your question is yes (laughs) (laughs) great great um so so up until kind of last Wednesday no what are we Wednesday now so 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 sort of um so as of last week Mm -hmm. I was the only female combatant registered Mm -hmm. to enter so this is going to be fighting fighting anyone who comes in my way just (laughs) take some people down Mm -hmm. you know I'm um I'm no fear I you know anyone who's up for a fight let's let's have at it you know 60 Mm -hmm. seconds you're out my friend but 
uh, as of last night, I heard that uh, a late a late entrant, uh, a, a fem- another female um, combatant came in, and I'm ecstatic. I'm just like, yay! Mm-hmm. But I've left it up to the organisers whether they put me in the general pile or, uh, you know, the, the general list or whether we whether she and I have a fight because once you go overseas, mm-hmm. it is gender segregated it is gender segregated and okay. um so again i'll put aside my personal opinions mm-hmm. on that it depends on the country running the event yes because right. some event organizers say no woman on the field full stop that's it great so one year new zealand fielded quite a few trevs <laughs> and quite a few steves because once we're in our armor we just look like short fat blokes and so when you win your bout, you, you then get the first right of refusal to, mm-hmm. to go to Denmark. So, so until, they, until they fill the list. Amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm nervous and I'm very excited. I'm excitedly nervous. Nervously excited, I yeah. think. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to sleep thinking of this. That I'm, feels like great energy to go into it with rather than like, like, and like looking at you, you look delighted. I am. I'm. I'm so delighted. I love a fight. I really do. I love it. I'm in my happy place. Yeah. Um, friends will attest that I laugh through my arm. Through, through. You will hear me laugh through my helmet, even if I'm getting my head stomped into the ground. I will be laughing because, it, yeah, it's 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 a it's a neat it's a neat passion to have, and I, and I love neat having rush. it. Yeah, it I is. I was going to ask you, like cool. you said, you got into it to get out your aggression, and I wondered what was keeping you in it. But it sounds like just the joy of it, just the joy of fighting. The joy of having a really good, clean fight is just awesome. Because, I mean, like, if you sort of then think about it, body mechanics, I exhaust my body, mm-hmm. extremely exhaust my body mm-hmm. for these short periods of stuff. So mm-hmm. there's the endorphin rush, there's the adrenaline, mm-hmm. like, there's the, you know, I'm trying to think, like, when, when I'm when I'm in, in the fighting zone of my head... Mm-hmm. Where is my weapon in space? Mm-hmm. Where is my hands in space? Where are my feet in space? And where are they? Because there's, you know, saying, you know, like no plan survives contact with the enemy. Because no. <laughs> you, you go in, you go in with, right, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. But and you come out going, up. well, they did that, 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 that. So and you've got to make these quick decisions. You also got to have enough power and enough juice and enough cardio. When your brain issues commands... You've got to be able to make your feet and hands and head do it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the other thing as well. So um, you know, it, it is it is it is intense, mm-hmm. very intense. Um, I'm guessing you're sort of like sprint cycling or or um, javelin throwing or um, you know the pole vault. Like it's that intense. It's like interval training, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. my personal trainer, like we discussed, like what should my training um, regimen sort of be like, and so he's got me on quite a similar training regimen to a javelin thrower. So a lot of upper body. Mm-hmm. Like he makes me do like right, do press ups for two minutes. Go. <laughs> like, oh my god. So, so yeah, so uh, but uh, it means too that you know my local gym, which is Revive and Upper Heart Women's Only Gym, they are kind of coming along with this journey as well because then they ask you know like so what are your goals and rather than saying oh, I'd like to lose weight, which is a which is a great goal, or I'd like to look better in a swimsuit, or I'd I'd like Just to be powerful, but, yeah, I'd like to run a marathon, blah blah. blah. I'm like right. I have a competition here. I need to do this. I'm I'm doing, and they're like, "What? So wait, wait, what? Pardon? <laughs> so I'm a knight, and um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So I'm doing these weights. I'll be running this because again, like, if I get in on on the eleventh, 
I will be taking my armor pieces to the gym and working out and because that's oh the best God. way to get acclimatized so I'm gonna look I mean I fall I'm a pretty no but you can't see me but I'm pretty heavy set so you know you can tell when I'm on the treadmill like, thump, 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 to the point where the wee emergency stop magnet worked its way off and I <laughs> shot backwards and <laughs> I yeah oh I'm just I'm just a, um, I'm a warning to others I really mm-hmm. am like I've I've fallen off stuff fallen through stuff like I've ripped um you know there was the um um you know cord to to do the the lap pull I've ripped that off because <laughs> I thought the weight was heavier than it was so I like hit I was carrying the plastic dongle in my hand when I, I went down the incredible oh, just, and so, now you're gonna turn up in your armor yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be awesome when I started my my own business I was like two years and my goal was not go into crashing poverty not <laughs> solid goal yeah. <laughs> I just figured like let's start at the bottom mm-hmm. and so n- now I do I've got a regular stable of clients mm-hmm. um you know um many of them are, you know, actually all of them have been really supportive the fact that if I make it into this um competition in Denmark that it's okay I can be off for two weeks they've all wished me luck for for Saturday like it's yeah it's been really cool um, and so now that I've done the business goal, which again, I went, I've got a business mentor. Like I didn't just wake up one day and go, that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to start, um, writing CVs and doing, doing, you know, data mining it and, takes and, time and yeah, it up to stuff. does, but it's just not giving up. Yes. Yeah. This, this, like, I guess, I guess it's also the same with, with, you know, our daughter with her, with her autism and stuff like she is way clever. Like she's v- a very clever person. Her name's Freya, right? Her name's Freya. Freya. So yeah, Freya. my mother's name's Paula Dana Freya. It's, right. a, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, uh, the uh, the thing with her is that you know, so she doesn't do things in uh, a way of neurotypical children or in sort of what what a majority of children do, but she does do some fantastic stuff so you just gotta not give up mm. you gotta you gotta again there's there's a whole special needs community out there um you know with with Freya's Alfie syndrome um you know her her Achilles are shortened her carpals are shortened you know we've got her Achilles um um she had Achilles lengthening um surgery so she's in wheelchair for, for six weeks we haven't had her carpals um lengthen as uh you know sort of worked on so she works on an ipad mm-hmm. you know and so so people are like oh you gotta you gotta um you know um not have um this x y and z for children it's like yeah that might work for some children but uh, you know um everybody's everybody um takes a different path to education mm. There are some people who do things kinetically. There are some people who are visual people. There are some people who are audio people. There are some people who are a blend of two of those three. Yeah, um, or three. Or, 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 or three, yeah. yeah. Or at different stages of different topics. And so, um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's finding that out and not giving up. So, um, you know, as a, as a um, kind of thing with your communication, like uh, the, one of the things that's, that's very, in my mind, is that, um, you know, the sort of stress that goes on within families of special needs um, people is very high like the divorce rates are quite high because it puts a lot of stress on you 
communication wise mm-hmm. um you know as as a partnership because again like you know for phil and i he'll have one idea for freya and i have an i'll have another and sometimes they're two so so we you have to come to compromise all the time mm-hmm. um you know teacher aids um you know um uh, teaching aids as well as teacher aids teaching aids ipads um earmuffs uh, you know um, things for things for her bed because she she rock she overstimulates her brain to go to sleep mm-hmm. like so she literally rock um, re- you know medications they all cost a lot of money mm-hmm. and the government bless the um, Ministry of Health they've done wonderful wonderful they've really seen us right but you know that's taxpayers money so so at any time I can say mm, well we've actually got people who need heart medication and stuff and what are you gonna say you just say okay thanks very much for your help so therefore the family has to pay for it. Um, and that puts a lot of stress on, yeah. on you as well, um, because there's all of these unknowns. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so not giving up and and be a great communicator again are, are those are those things that I have learned through through medieval stuff, and, and also being um, you know a mum to um, a special needs person. Mm. Mm. She sounds she sounds wonderful. Just like because I was reading the articles just yeah. before, but she sounds like a great kid. And also, I just I realised like isn't. Cats Freya's, all the way down. Freya and cats. Like, isn't Freya like a Norse god that yeah. is associated with cats? Yeah. That's yeah. really lucky. That's how you get your, you know, th- Thursday is Thor's day and Friday is Freya's day. You and know, Freya. Is it, is it that she, the character, like, has a chariot, chariot with, pulled by cats? Are yep. they Norwegian? Are they the cat that you have? Well, yeah, it, it depends. You know, I said yeah. 18th century. Sometimes sure. they're pulled by, you know, boars and stuff. But yes. But cats. Cats. I want yeah. a chariot drawn by cats. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Sanrio company who own the rights to Hello Kitty, they make a pretty penny. Oh, pretty penny. And and that's that's cool um, mm-hmm. because, you know, um, we, we have been lucky enough to find Freya's kind of trigger passion however you want to want to do it um and again like you know that that's her currency you will find a currency for your child um whether it's um minecraft yeah any child child. right so as a parent you find your currency and 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 that's that's what you deal in um but of course it means like you know for for birthdays and christmas and stuff you know like freya Freya's not interested in parties. She's not because she issued sort of edicts on, um, you know, her ninth birthday. So she w- she would like a party, but there was to be no balloons, no party horns, or no party whistles. So like, she- <laughs> we've had parties. Uh, we've had the uh, um, one at Kitten Inn, which takes in foster cats and um, and pregnant um, um, mother cats, and mm-hmm. you know, adopts me. So we had we had a kitten party. So mm-hmm. that was her and three other children they all had four kittens each it was just yeah. great had a party in the library i mean that's what sort of level of yeah. you know sort of geek nerd we are but she's just not she's you know the social for freya happens at her level and mm. then um you know people who aren't at her level she she simply just walks away she mm. she just wanted you know so feels uh, like that's pretty like I guess in Freya's case, like it's it's more emphasised, but that's something that like a lot of us experience. Like we all have our own social, yep. Li- like you know, this is my social limit. I want to party with like three people. We're going to have yep. a cup of tea and it's going to be lovely. Versus I'm having a party and I'm inviting everybody, everybody. I know. Yeah, and we're going to go to a bar and it's going to be crazy. You know, like everyone's got different limits. And so for hers, hers are well defined. Yeah, and 
and Must that's be great knowing what you want <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is and so for for us um we're lucky that she's a very verbal um 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 person with Asperger's mm. because you know like quite a quite a few people on the autism spectrum they're they're non-verbal so you've got to find different ways of communicating you I mean whether it's body language whether it's sign language whether it's colors shapes tacticity um you know sense um all of that sort of stuff there the you know the the family craft a way to communicate with their person or persons um and um that's awesome because again like um it's it's the families that perhaps are really under pressure and stress who don't have the opportunity to to do that that is um that's that's where you know the community needs to needs to step in so it's great about the internet because it has allowed um a form of connectivity unbeknownst i mean that's that's the thing like um the alfie syndrome people um do up a um a a huge booklet of a write-up of everybody Mm -hmm. so you can you can you know follow people um, through through you know school and stuff, but also this is how we learn how other people with who are missing chromosome nine, this is how they're dealing with stuff. And it's not to say that therefore your child will follow this path, but it gives you sort of an idea of of kind of a horizon, like mm. the parameters. Mm. Some somehow that's going to fit, and also that you're not alone. Yeah, I mean that's that's the other thing too. Like you know when when um you know. Freya was was first born um yeah um you know I I I cried not not because I I was like overwrought emotional it's because she she ended up in neonatal and I ended up in um in in hospital as well because I developed a syndrome called preeclamptic toxemia which affects you know sort of 10 percent of um pregnancies but I were I was really I I I don't know whether I just didn't read or or wasn't told or I just didn't listen but you know I was focused on don't eat deli cheese because you could get listeria or seafood or blah 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 I did not know that I was up for a freaking death I mean this is this is the thing so my kidney shut down and like um they said they said to me all right we're going to go for an emergency c-section the thing was though is that I had left work to go for a meeting with my midwife at the hospital and I'd caught the bus and I wasn't prepared to have my baby six weeks early and I was feeling really crummy and so when the registrar said this I just cried and I considered running (laughs) (laughs) would they catch me in my pregnancy waddle and then I thought where would you run to the bus stop like (laughs) So I was like, boo hoo hoo. Panic logic, eh? Fourteen panic hours logic. later. Yeah. So so she arrived. But the thing is, I hadn't packed my maternity bag or anything. No. So we had to issue friends with our house key yeah. and say, right, pack our bag. And so they felt like they were robbing our house without permission. <laughs> but it also explains, like, you know, when you're at the hospital, like my nasty knickers came. I was like, stuff you would not have packed for your own trip to the hospital yeah <laughs> but like, then thank you kindly yeah these, these not but then there were packets of gummy worms and oh. like like you know they just did a wonderful job but that's again so it's sort of like you can kind of see how the community we've really relied on the community of our friends you know when Freya rocked her cot to bits we had to get friends to come over and help help 
um, put it back together. When she rocked her bed to bits, we had to get friends to come over and weld it back together. I mean, like, this is that. But thank goodness they're medieval friends, so they do woodwork and metalworking. <laughs> These are the people with the tools. Your life is just connected. <laughs> Everything's connected. So, yeah, so, you know, that's that, you know, nothing has been wasted in the medieval kind of stuff. Cause it's, but also, medieval events, when you have children, mm. everybody's barefoot, and they're all, like, kind of, clumped together in a big group so Freya doesn't run with them all the time but she does she does sort of sort of join in and and it means too that you know the medieval clothes gets handed down so she's got a fabulous wardrobe of medieval clothes sewn by very clever people that have gone through their children yeah yeah and we and we will pass it on to you know fellow medievalists and and that's that's how because you know a, a tunic's a tunic and and you know everybody's barefoot and everybody's just you know like you're running after them like right sunblock has everybody got a drink of water have a sausage all right don't go further than that pine tree see you later yeah you know there's there's that yeah and then shared parenting sort of shared thing. parenting yeah because if you put a child in the group you've got you've got to take your turn looking after them yeah. and so you know um but also with with people who deal with weapons and stuff we're like yeah sure play with sticks Sure, play with stones. Sure, yeah. that's that's yeah. fine. We'll teach you about how to do it safely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's there's no pointing sticks to the faces, and you know, don't hit your hit your brother like that. Don't hit your sister like this. Is how you hit your brother. This <laughs> is how you hit your sister. You know, right? Two teams form up either side. Yeah. Um, you know, right? Where's your shields, people? Come the on. Winner gets to choose what you yeah, watch on TV get, later. Get, get your shields, and so you just run them ragged. It's Fabulous, um, you know, and and the the um, sort of sort of coming back to to that kind of kind of stuff. So for for her, um, you know, um, being verbal and and also um, you know um, having having such a, a, a I guess a popular like like mm. um, not like but quite a few people like cats or quite a few people can can relate to talking about animals mm-hmm. i mean um she's she's also interested in the weather because she sounds sensitive she wants to know if there's going to be rain the next day because it means that she needs to wear her earmuffs or well, not mm-hmm. needs that she wants to wear her earmuffs because it's going to be rain on the roof mm-hmm. so when she's talking about weather people kind of like eh, drift away but you know cats common ground mm-hmm. which is great and it means too that the children in her class can relate to it because many of them have pets many of them have pet, uh, have have cats and if they don't have cats and she's interested you know like what well, what do you have at, at home so um sort of you know i wrote it in my article it greases the social wheels mm. kind of thing um she makes a good wicket over the school holiday not school holidays the um the christmas holidays um we do cat feeding mm-hmm. so yeah, um, but they're never, you know, we're going to Mr. and Mrs. Blah, blah, blah house. No, 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 we're going to, you know, Timkin's house. or yeah, we're, the, the house belongs to the, the cat. The house belongs to the cat, yeah. <laughs> we're going to Fluffy's house or, you know, right. next on our list is Blackie's house. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, and, and also we are going to the um, Cats production at the Masterton Amateur Theatre in March. Oh, please. We are buying tickets and we will see you there, Cats at Mats, because we... <laughs> I mean, like she's obviously too young to to have the full on Andrew Lloyd Webber experience, but even then, like it would be really free. A community theatre done by children. Come on, what's not to love? So cats starring kids in Masterton. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. It's awesome. Wellington Theatre Community. We need to do a pilgrimage. Yes. Sounds amazing. Yes. Look, I think. We're, we're definitely hitting time, I think, because that was a heck of a chat. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
we've talked about so much medieval training cats freya uh programming what else came oh women's rights with the un stuff gosh there's so much going on and that was like holy crap and this is the first chat so you, yeah you broke the seal Woohoo! that's amazing um we will have a whole bunch of links to things that you're doing and stuff and the event is on saturday and this is hopefully yes. going to go up on friday yes so anyone who hears that you can find out about it and then go oh wow i'm gonna to go to live in on saturday please do you should you totally should but thank you so much dana what a great chat thanks jennifer That was episode one with Dana Bergen Wyman. What a great lady, like so many things to say and talk about. And her daughter sounds amazing. Um, I'm really into the whole cat thing. Uh, I really want to introduce her to Molly. I think Molly would really like her too. Anyway, Dana's competing in the Nationals on Saturday in Levin. So uh, I'll be sure to update you uh, on how she does and let you know she's going to the Nationals, which is super great. Um, And... uh, yeah, that's basically how this show's going to work. So I hope you enjoyed the listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, finding out all about medieval combat like I did. That was super interesting. Uh, and I've got two more interviews already in the can as I record this. And I will be making new episodes for those. So they'll come out on Saturday and Sunday. And they're going to be riveting. I am so sure of it. Anyway, that's all I've got for you. Roll credits. Ciao. What's Your Jam is recorded in Wellington and is part of the New Zealand Fringe Festival 2017. Music by Robbie Ellis. Casual interference and support from Molly the Cat. Tea provided by Tea Leaf Tea on Manor Street. Jam expertly crafted by Bachmans. This show is hosted and produced by me, Jennifer O'Sullivan, and you can find useful links, more episodes, and suggest future guests by visiting whatsyourjam.nz. Thanks for listening.